Hey, bro, I got I got fruit snacks. You want a fruit snack? Oh, for sure. Oh, shoot. What kind of throw is that? That's my fault. All right. I'm ready. Hey, yo, you hold smack. Uh-uh, fuck that. Eight doobies to the face. Fuck that. Twelve bottles in the case, nigga. Fuck that. Two pills in the halfway, nigga. Fuck that. Got a high tolerance when your age don't exist. Man, I swear my nigga tripping off that shit again. Pick him up, then I sit him in cold water. Then I order someone to bring him Vicodin. Hope they take the pain away from the feeling that he feel today. You know when you're Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Behind the Cheese. I'm your host, Cheesy Chance. And, um... This is the very first official podcast, I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it my official podcast. And I have a guest here today. This is my boy. We first met DreamCon? DreamCon. DreamCon 2018, yo. It's my boy, Fitz. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Fitzy Allen, again with another video. But this time, it's a podcast. So uh, let's just see how this mode goes. I'm uh, pretty excited. First podcast ever. For sure, for sure. So, bro, you in, you in school, right? Yes, I am. Tell me, how, how's that going so far? Oh, man. Um, uh, I'd say that, like, last semester um, was a little bit of, like, really, like, low lows, but then, like, really high highs all of a sudden, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, like, um, especially, like, with the whole, like, Jimmy Fallon thing that happened, it was just, like... Oh, yeah, bro, Jimmy yeah. Fallon. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. all right, hold on, hold on. All right, bro, because that, that's, that's big. Want me to say I can I can uh, I can save that for later. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I want you to save it for later. I'm save save it for later for right, right now. All right, all right, I got you. Yeah, just tell tell us tell us how just tell us everything about school right now. Okay, so how, how's that going? Okay, so right now I am uh, I'm working on switching majors from studio art to RTF like mm-hmm. radio television film. So at the moment in time, I just be um you know like taking some like i'm taking one film class and i'm taking a professional communications class which is very interesting mm-hmm. i didn't really know that there were like that many facets to talking to people but yeah i guess uh i guess that's just something new that i have come to learn but um yeah like other than that like this semester has been pretty like pretty easy honestly like mm-hmm. i have a lot more free time this semester than any other one that i've had so far to just like do me and just like do like whatever um pops up you know like podcasts mm-hmm. and um eventually eventually more youtube videos we'll just have to see how that goes but um uh, as far as like my classes go like the two that i'm taking in the communications college yeah um i have to do really good in those if i want to have a chance into actually switching into rtf so mm-hmm. that's uh that's like a really big focus for right now is just making sure i got those classes like for sure. yeah so, so you you really wanna you really wanna get a degree degree in radio, television, and film? Um, well, I like I really like to do art. You know, like I like to draw, I like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, but with that being said, um, I do think that like studio art, at least so far that I've been in it, it's more of like a it's more of like a practice major. You yeah. know, where like you gain. Like, you become better, like, through, like, practice and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, I feel like I can get a lot of that practice on my own rather than, like, in school, like, more, like, I'm paying it. Mm -hmm. But, like, stuff like film, like, radio, television, film, like, UT's, like, one of, like, the, it's got, like, a really good film school out here. So it's, like, I could be learning film in school and then take my art and, like, my drawing and everything like that and, like, learn it outside of school and, like, practice that on my own. 
rather than mm-hmm. like paying for something that I could be doing outside of yeah know, outside of maybe. that's that's kind of how um I guess I like thought about things in in school like yeah. I started I start I went I started off like when I graduated I went to Navarro College it's a a junior college out in Corsicana mm-hmm. and um I I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do so uh. I didn't. I didn't really have like a major or anything. I started off just like doing my general studies, just yeah. getting all like all prerequisites, I guess. And then I figured, I guess, like during that time, I figured out that I really wanted to like pursue a cre- career in like filmmaking mm. or like content creating and stuff like yeah. that. And so I started. I started looking up like schools to go do that and stuff like that, and just like doing like all this research and stuff, and like all these film schools are like super expensive and stuff like that. Yeah. And then. Um, so I was like, well, damn, I might as well just like start practicing this stuff like on my own. Yeah. And I guess so I can have, what's the word? I can be better prepared for like these classes that I'm going to probably have to take and stuff like that. And so, uh, during like all the, now, huh? Like you now, I know like, bro, this, this is the thing. I didn't, I didn't do any, I didn't go to school for like any kind of filmmaking stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I hear, I hear this all the time. People don't understand like how useful youtube is or like the internet in general like honestly if you if you if you um what's the word i'm looking for man i guess if if you want it bad enough you can you can literally like learn how to do anything basically for free yeah. i think i think you only need to go to school for super professional shit like being a doctor or a surgeon or something like that. I think I think you need to go to school for like stuff like that. But yeah. overall, like being in like art and like having like being like creative, creative and stuff yes. like that. I don't think you need to go to school for that. You just need to have passion, and I don't want to sound like a douche when I say this, but talent. No, like you. No, absolutely. Like a lot of schools aren't even gonna let you in if you don't have that talent part. So mm-hmm. like, you're you're hitting the you're hitting it right on the nose when it comes to um like the the things that you need, but. I where I find college useful is like building connections with other people that um have like the same interests as you, especially if you're creative. Like mm-hmm. you'll never know like how many like qualified people in that school that you'll be able to like access and meet. Yeah. Uh through like just like being in class or just like walking like for real, like you could like end up like walking to the grocery store and meet like like your next coworker or your next like life partner for like years just by like walking somewhere on campus mm-hmm. like you never really know like who who you'll run into yeah. but um no for sure like you brought up a very interesting point about how like you don't like necessarily like need college for like a lot of this stuff um which actually reminds me like uh another like one of my youtube friends uh you know uh, yo-yo you know yo-yo yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. um he just came up the he just came up the other day he's in austin too maybe you should pull oh. him up pull him up for this podcast one day bro man. for sure pull him up for this podcast one day man for mm-hmm. sure so shout out to yo yo 808 but nah uh nah for real like he was just like telling me about how like um you know when you're not really in college like you really like he he feeds himself through his create creativity mm-hmm. you know so like if you're if you don't really have like the safety net of college and you're kind of just thrown right into the fray like the world and whatnot mm-hmm. like in your your last legs of like survival and this might sound like very like melodramatic but it's just like <laughs> your last legs of survival is just like what you can like create and put on youtube like mm-hmm. you'll like 
flex like a lot of like muscles that a lot of kids in college aren't even like working up to right now. So yeah, I, every time I meet somebody or like a creative that's like not in school and like just doing their own thing and like trying to work off of their creation directly, it's just like <laughs> mad respect. Yeah, because they're they're taking it a they're taking it a direction not a lot of people would go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so I want to I want to get into like talk about like more YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what I, that's what I really brought you in here for. You got you got you got a little over a thousand subscribers, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so um, all right, so tell me this, tell me this. When did when did you like, when did you first get into um, creating content? Like like, do you you have like a specific memory where you were just like, like, okay, yeah, I want I want to start I want to start creating like funny videos, content, my own short oh. films. I want to create my own things and stuff like that. Do you have do you have a specific moment in your head where you realized, like, boom, like that was that was for you. You basically know this is where your life changed. Yeah. Um, I definitely don't think that it was like that like monumental where I was like where like I went to bed one night and then I woke up like, dang man, I wanna be a YouTube content yeah. creator, man. Like <laughs> it was never really like that. I think it was more gradual. Um, me and like uh my best friend back up in Minnesota, like we just watched like so many like dumb YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Uh probably a lot of dumb YouTube videos that like eleven year old kids probably shouldn't be watching. Mm-hmm. But like we just enjoyed ourselves so much. Like we watched so much Swoozy and like um back in the day, like Ryan Kiga was mm-hmm. like a really big deal. He still is now. Uh shout out to the OG Ryan Ryan Higa. But um, you know, so with Swoozy, Ryan Higa, um, and uh, Smosh. Smosh. Oh, yeah, I remember Smosh, Smosh was man. was a really big one. Mm-hmm. Ray William Johnson, like, me and my friend would just uh, go. I knew that, like, at one point I wanted to be a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Um, when that would happen, I didn't really know. And so, uh, you know, me and my friend, um, the first video on my channel is actually like this. It's like a... It's like a ramen, ramen challenge. It's like the ramen challenge video. <laughs> yeah. I literally just watched it before I came in here. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, that's me and the friend that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just having a little bit of a ramen competition to see, like, who can make the best ramen. Mm-hmm. I think we both lost, but in the video, <laughs> in the video, bro, I lost because my, my bro, ramen was just too salty. They were dogging you on how salty that ramen was, and I was, I was just dying the entire time. I'm like, oh, kids, your ramen so salty. It's like, <laughs> It was it was all it was all the faces that they were making like a, the first bite it was just they couldn't handle the salt intake bro they're they're used to their ramen tasting plain they weren't ready they weren't ready for me yet mm-hmm. but uh yeah like other than that um I didn't really start doing YouTube like start started and this might be the actual answer you were looking for um I didn't start it until I moved to Texas mm-hmm. and um I moved to Texas pretty abruptly mm-hmm. like. Imagine, like, knowing, like, the same people, like, ever since that you were, like, little, like, kindergarten, knowing all the same people, like, making all those friends, like, through the years, kind of, like, building it up. Like, you know, um, like a Pokemon game, for example. Yeah. Like, you go through, a, like, uh, a good, like, three-fourths of the game with, like, all your Pokemon, built them up, like, level, like, 50, like, 500, and then right in the middle of, like, that three-fourths mark of your playthrough, like, it's like, nah clean swipe like mm-hmm. all that stuff's gone and then now you're placed in like a completely new like a completely new like habitat that like yeah. you don't really like know all the ropes to and mm-hmm. so um i started youtube kind of as like a kind of like a 
a coping mechanism kind of mm-hmm. because when I first got to Texas, I didn't really have a lot of friends. Yeah. So um, when I turned sixteen, uh, shout out to mom, she got me like my first uh, my first like camcorder. It was really bestie. <laughs> But, you know, it was grateful. It was grateful at the time. You know, yeah. be grateful for what you got, whatever camera it is, be grateful. Um, but uh, it was kind of like, it was kind of dusty, like, at the time. But, um, you know, as I worked my way up and I uh, I saw, like, more content creators that I, like, really enjoyed, like, that's when I was like, all right, like, now I want to start doing, like, YouTube mm-hmm. and, like, content creating a lot more. Um, kind of just out of, like, that that hunger to, like, um, you know, make the same videos that me and my like me and my best friend would just like watch like all the time. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's that's dope, man. Yeah, I like I like I like asking people who uh who like do YouTube and stuff like that 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 question like how did they like start getting into it? Cause I just I like I like listening to everybody's like background yeah. from like like how they how did they begin to like go yeah. like where they are now? Because I I think about it a lot for myself. Like, um, I remember I started YouTube. I think. I think on my profile it says 2011 is when I like oh, made my wow. account, and I did I did it just to post like a parkour video yeah. that I was creating and stuff like that. Cause around around I, I I posted yeah I posted my first video in 2011 and it was just like my first parkour video ever. Mm. Had this dusty old camera. I was using my sister's little it's pink Fuji film camera, bro. It was like this like always this big, bro. Always starts with a potato, bro. Always starts with a potato. Man, and like. The, <laughs> the funny thing is, like, it didn't record any sound at all. So it was just like it was just the video clips Silent and film, stuff, bro. bro. <laughs> Recording like you were in the eighteen hundreds, bro. <laughs> bro, it was it was a struggle, but I don't know how I managed to put it all together. So I rec- I just like recorded like me doing a bunch of flips and like yeah. different spots, like different days and stuff like mm-hmm. that until I felt I had enough videos to compile to make one two minute video. I think that's how yeah. long it is. And so I did all that and freaking edited it on my PlayStation Three. Your PlayStation, that's a new one. That is a new one. I ain't never heard of a person like, I started from the bottom. I was recording for my PlayStation 3. I barely had like $3 in my pocket, in my bank account. Like, I never heard anybody talk about like, like in a rap song or like nothing. You'll never hear like a rapper be like, I was editing mixes off my PS3. I don't know, like something like that, bro. That's like, that's, that's crazy. Bro, it was so cool. It was a struggle. Like, I didn't even know my PlayStation had like an editing software on there. It just, like, I put I downloaded the video. I mean, I put somehow. I don't even know how I even knew I could do this, but I like mm-hmm. put the videos on my PlayStation Three for some, like somehow, and then I think that's when I found the the editing software on there too. And I was like, oh snap, I can put this stuff together, bro. And so I put it together. I had the freaking uh the default like PlayStation Three editing yeah. software music and stuff in it, and I'm like bang, I I think it looks amazing. And then I just uploaded it to YouTube. I think I got like a couple hundred views on it, but I was I was so good. I was so proud like of a, it. Yeah, for like a first upload. Like mm-hmm. I remember when I first got my movie views, bro. Yeah, who you telling, bro? I remember. I remember when I got my first like one thousand like views from a video that oh. like I actually created just like to try to get views, and I literally got that um last October when I made that that little TikTok yeah. thing, bro. That went to like a thousand views on was YouTube. Was it the spooky video? Yes, <laughs> that video was so funny. And then, bro, I have I have so many like first times when I like like when this happened, when this happened. Yeah. And like, cause I remember when I got my first viral tweet. That was last year too. Uh, freaking, yeah. Bro, my first viral tweet had a typo in it. I was so mad. Oh, oh, 
I was so mad. It had like three. No, I wasn't. It had like, like everybody from like UT was like liking it, and it had like three. It had like upwards of like, I, I don't know, like I don't know if you can consider this like, you know, viral or nothing, but it had like, like a dang like, three thousand like four thousand likes, and like everybody was liking it, and it really? had like, it had like two, it had like a typo in it, and then somebody would quote the tweet, and they were like, oh, I can see like this is the average intelligence level of a UT student. I'm like, man, man. Man, they was throwing it. shots. They were throwing <laughs> shots for real. Dang. Like, dang, he goes to UT and he can't spell. That's crazy. Dang, that's messed up. Nah, it's all good. I'll make it up. I'll make it up one day. I'll I'll beat the record. Mm. I'll beat the record for sure. Yeah, but uh, to continue what I was saying, what were we were talking about coming up right on YouTube. Yeah, coming okay, up okay, on okay. YouTube. So I made I made that first video and um, that that was that. I made like two parkour videos and then I just stopped because yeah. I mean, I was I was just making them because I wanted to just put parkour videos on on the internet that I could just watch every now and then. Yeah. And it wasn't until, like, okay, so I just I like my thing gradually like gradually grew and grew too. Like right. me wanting to do all this stuff. Right. So uh, I started getting into acting around my junior year in high school, and mm-hmm. I was uh after, I think I think um, the Amazing Spider Man came out, the Andrew oh. Garfield Spider Man movie came out, and I had it on DVD. And like with every DVD that I like, I always watch behind the scenes because I just always enjoy yeah. seeing how people made movies. And it was the Amazing Spider-Man that inspired me to like start getting into acting and stuff like that. Mm. But when I realized I wanted to like start creating content was when I was trying to get Mark's attention from RDC World. Oh yeah, <laughs> RDC World, man, they they changed the game. Yeah, bro. they they really changed like so much, especially like um I remember first time I saw one of their videos like. You know how, like, sometimes, like, you see those meme videos and you're like, all right, I'm never going to... That was a funny video, mm-hmm. but I'm never going to see them again, mm-hmm. you know? I, I thought that, like, no no shots at RDC World when I first saw um when people take anime too far, like, it was, like, the 30-second clip. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's a little funny video, but, like, I never think I'd see those guys ever Same. again. And then they made their big, like, theatrical, like, like part one with, like, the first two parts mm-hmm. and then, like, the, like, the bigger, like, seven-minute-long video yeah. at the end. I was like... These guys are legit. Mm-hmm. I checked out their channel. I started watching some of their other stuff, and I'm like, wow, these guys have these guys have been in it so long. But like, this was their breaking point. Yeah. And like, can you imagine like coming in at like the wave, like when somebody starts like taking off, like that's when you hop on and you're like, oh shoot, like mm-hmm. it, it's something else. Like seeing somebody like coming in at somebody's like peak, you know? Yeah. Not to say that that's their peak. They they done went up, mm-hmm. but like at that time that was like their peak, and so getting to view it from there and then looking back and seeing like how much they went through before they made that peak it was just such like a valuable lesson of like wow like you could do this for so long and then like maybe two years three years maybe four years five years six years like down the line like your true fans won't even like they won't even see you until like you make that video mm-hmm. and so that always pushes me to go forward it's like the fitzes and the chances and like all those other people that could be watching my stuff like they can be coming like later down the line, and they won't even be seeing like if I quit now, like they won't even be able to see me. Yeah. So yeah, like shout out to those guys, like they did like for sure, amazing, for amazing. sure, yeah. Big shout out to Mark because, yeah. bro, I was I was going ham like when I because I, I I decided the whole thing like I do want to be a content creator when yeah. I I think it was like right after they made Black Avengers two oh. and Infinity War was about to come out and I was like bro I know they go I know they're gonna do uh. 
Black Avengers 3 and they're going to have to do it off of Infinity War. Yeah. So I was like, bro, I know they're going to need Spider-Man. <laughs> and, yeah. it, and so I was like, so that's when I went on this campaign. Uh, oh, what was the, I, I made a whole hashtag and everything. Uh, I can't remember it, but I started like posting like Spider-Man. Bro, it was it was something it was something like that, man. Like Chance yeah. Carroll for Black Spider Man in R D in uh, Black yeah. Avengers Three. It was something like that, and I started posting like all these like comedy skits and stuff like that that I like finally started coming up with. This is also when I started like getting better with my editing skills and stuff too. There we go. The editing so, game came up. Bro, let me tell you how like my editing game has went through the roof since I started this internship, <laughs> because I get to use the editing bay and they got like the entire Adobe suite, man, and they oh, teach classes God. on like how to use everything. I can't. Heavenly, heavenly right there. Bro, I'm telling y'all, Austin Public, Austin Film Society, that's the place, it's the, this is the place to be right now if you're trying to get into all of this. Mm. But, um, so, uh, I was creating all this content, I, I was tagging, like, every single member of RDC, like, in every video that I dropped and stuff like that, and then one day, I, like, I, I put together, like, another parkour video. Mm. Like, my hardest shit that I've ever done in my life. And I had, at the end, at the end of the video, I have, like, a little, uh, this is like my first yeah. like thing at a VFX too. I had like this this web shooter, and I like flung my wrist out and shot a web out of it. So oh, I like I took a I screen capture of that, and I posted it on my Instagram. Like I I just and the caption was like, it was like, hey y'all, like I'm posting like a really big video tomorrow. Mm. Uh, I just want y'all to do like one favor for me. Y'all y'all like y'all like the little comedy skits that I put on my Instagram. So can you do me this one favor? Right. And when I drop this video tomorrow morning, can you tag? Every single person in RDC world, yeah. as many times as you can, yeah. like even in, like if you get blocked, I'm sorry, but please just do this for me. And so I posted a video, and I was chilling, right? Right. Going through the day, and then like it just started blowing up. Like people just like started like tagging Mark, uh, Av, Ben, all them people, man. They were just tagging them and tagging them and tagging them. And I was like, oh snap, they really doing this? They they, really they, doing they it. believe in me, you bro. Never, you never really know how much these like subscribers were like ride for you when it comes to like when you ask for something because mm-hmm. if you like actually take the time and like build that bond with them like they'll like like great power comes with great responsibility right yeah. off of the spider-man vibes yes. that we got right now yeah. it's like now that you got like those subscribers and like that vibe like what are you gonna do with it it's so mm-hmm. like the the way that you like use your subscribers to like set you up to like get to like a, a bigger point in your career mm-hmm. like i think that's powerful i know i know a lot of people will like see that and be like oh man like you know even sometimes like i like i'd be like judging myself when it comes to just like like putting my content out there and just like fully being like this is my stuff yada 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 it's just like that voice in your head will just be like oh man like why you gotta why you gotta like promote so much like you should be more chill like why you gotta do all this it's like no like if you're genuinely proud of you like doing something Mm -hmm. i think you should like share it at like every extent and this is me talking to myself because I know I'm not the best at marketing my channel and stuff. Bro, I'm not. I'm not good at marketing myself either. Bro. I just, I try to. I try to like. I don't even know how to market, bro. I'm, I'm still trying to learn how to do all this stuff. I'm just posting like all the videos that I create on like appropriate things, like my long stuff. Yeah. I can post them on Instagram since I got Instagram TV yeah. and YouTube, and then my short stuff I post on TikTok, Twitter, and sometimes my Snapchat. Dude, you're everywhere, bro. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm really trying, bro. Like, uh, this. Uh, one of my one of my Instagram homies uh, told me I should download this uh this app. What was it called? Is it Byte? Yes, Byte? the new the new Vine, the six second oh, loop vi- uh, app thing again, bro. And I'm I'm, I'm trying, bro. I'm trying to I'm trying to like I'm trying to get a feel of it because I thought I was too old for TikTok, bro. And TikTok, 
once you sit there and just like scroll it's through the feed, funny. bro, TikTok is so funny, man. People be doing some dumb shit they on be there, doing bro. Like dark comedy and everything. Like sometimes I'm not even like when people first started showing me TikTok, like I'd watch the YouTube videos where people would be like cringiest TikToks, mm -hmm. like top ten, like and it's like the comedy video, the commentary video where like the dude is like hating on all TikToks. I'm like, man, I'm never getting this. Mm -hmm. And then eventually like my friends started sending me some. And, like, I don't know what it is with me, but, like, I'm a really big fan of dark humor. Mm -hmm. Like, I I like hey, dark humor. I like dark humor, too, bro. Like, I try to... The thing about dark humor is that, like, if it's not, like, subtle enough to, like, catch you off guard, like, when it hits, like, it won't really hit. But, like, I feel like TikTok... Like, a lot of TikTokers have, like, mastered the art of, like, dark comedy. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, like, it's, it's very entertaining, like, in its own right, to be honest. Um, but... Yeah, like going back to that point about me, like getting uh, like getting a little bit too old for it. I didn't mean it like I'm like oh, like I'm like older than like a lot of the people like yeah. using it or whatever. It's just like um, I was saying like old in the sense of like I kind of came in like the time frame of like YouTube where it was like okay, so like you got like um, I came after Vine basically, mm -hmm. you know, so like um, or like in between Vine, but like I didn't really hop on like the Vine wave. I was yeah. like. I started making content towards the end of, like, Vine. So, mm -hmm. like, I had at least, like, a year of, like, making Vines or whatever before, like, I hopped into YouTube. But I never made a Vine because I just didn't really think it, like, it really, like, stuck with me like like that, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I hopped into YouTube, and then the YouTube adpocalypse happened. So, Ooh. like, I I still started, don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I started coming into YouTube around, like, the adpocalypse time. But now that, like, I've been, like, now that I've been, like, pushing myself so hard to just, like, get my voice out in the apocalypse, it's like I'm a veteran. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like I'm a YouTube veteran. Yeah. But, like, you know, I'm still out here fighting, trying to get my numbers and whatnot. But I feel like a veteran kind of, and, like, as, like, a YouTube, like, veteran in that time, it's, like, when you look at something like Byte, it's, like, or TikTok, it's, like, dang, like, I fought, like, so hard in that like come into a completely new medium like mm -hmm. what's that gonna be like for me so like as of right now like i'm pretty much just doing like i'm pretty much just like doing youtube um as like my main focus you know mm -hmm. uh but like maybe occasionally like um i'll drop like a twitter skit like here and there i yeah. don't know if you've seen any of like my twitter like instagram skits um i started like a i have like a separate instagram for it where like mm -hmm. i put like all of my other like yeah, Instagram. I follow it. I'll be I'll be saying some of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like the B video. Like, I I realized. Uh, you know who Michel Mars is, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like when he started like making like his little skit videos, I thought those were so funny. And um, I was at a time to where I was like, dang, I don't even know what type of video that I want to make. Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't even know. So it's like, let me give this a shot. I made this one call on Twitter called um, what's it called? It's called uh sophomore superiority complex and mm. it's like basically like whenever like you're a sophomore like you're in, like your first urge is to bully the freshmen and like yeah. treat them badly so like i posted that um because like at like in ut twitter there's like some beef going on between like a freshman girl and like oh a sophomore God. so i posted that video as a joke to like kind of make fun of the sophomore for being like we're better than you like regardless of like whatever you do and they're mm -hmm. like man i just got here like why are you already throwing shade like I'm I'm just trying to like do me, so I made that and like it like uh it started taking off and like mm -hmm. people at UT like started liking it and like retweeting it and stuff like that. And then when I got on campus, people were like, "Hey, you're that guy that made that 
Yo, that's like, dope. I that deal, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I am. And like, you know, now that I've kind of like, uh, and then after that, I made the B video, which mm-hmm. honestly is probably like the B video is like probably one of my favorite videos ever because it was just like so like, it was just such a, it was a very stupid idea, but like I put like, I think that's like, not to like get too off topic, but like I think that's like one of my favorite things to do in like comedy is to like take like a really absurd idea and put like really like subtle like jokes mm-hmm. in it, mm-hmm. like um. Like, uh, and the joke, the joke of the video was that, like, after a bee stings you, like, they die. So, it's just, like, (laughs) like, um, I imagine, like, bees being, like, the super intimidating, like, force. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, like, they sting you and then they die. And it's, that, that thought was just, like, really funny in my head because I was, like, how can I expand this and make it bigger, you know? And then, once you do, like, make it bigger, it's just, like, that's when, like, the jokes start hitting so I posted that one too, and people started recognizing me for the B video around college mm-hmm. too. So, um, yeah, like, especially like, um, you know, after the the Jimmy Fallon thing had mm-hmm. happened, like, I was a little bit used to being recognized on yeah. like, college campuses. Oh snap! I forgot all about that. that, bro. All right, all right, all right. Like, so let's let's talk about the whole Jimmy Fallon thing, bro. All right. I want I want, I want my people to know how dope you are for this. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't start, know. start, start from the beginning. I know, I know you got a video of it on your on your yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I got, I got two videos about it. You guys can go watch it. There's, uh, I have a, I call it the Tonight Show arc because you know I'm a, I'm a whole weeb, so I be. I be labeling like it, it was a whole arc too. The way he the way he did the video, man, it was it was an entire arc and stuff like that. To be continued and everything, bro. Yeah, no, um, yeah. So, uh, go ahead and check out that video. Uh. I don't know where, where this is being posted. Check check the description. <laughs> check the description. Yeah, check. It's gonna, it's gonna be in the description. Both both parts. Yeah. No. Uh. For sure. Uh. But just to give you guys a rundown and not to spoil too much. Um. Basically, I got this amazing opportunity from my school where I um got to participate in the Tonight Show coming to our college campus. I had absolutely no idea that uh any of this was going to be happening. Like. They called me after I was done, like, after I was done, like, working out, they called me and they were like, oh, uh, like, we sent you an email, did you see it? Like, were you, we're trying to get you to be a part of, uh, The Tonight Show coming to our college campus, have you heard anything about it? I'm like, um, no, I didn't hear anything about this, but, like, you know, I'm flattered to be a part of it, so, Mm -hmm. uh, after that, I went in, met with one of the producers, and then, um, after that, I was an actual background actor for the show, which, like, in the video, I spent a lot of time talking about that instead of, like, the real, like, big climactic climactic moment where, like, I got my college tuition and stuff like that paid for. Um, I talked a lot more about that because that, that was, like, I was kind of, like, peering into my future, you mm-hmm. know, a little bit. It's, like, people could take all the money and all that other stuff away, but, like, the experience of, like, actually being there, like, on the Tonight Show was just way more like um, educational, a lot more like fruitful. Like to me personally, I still love the money. Don't get me wrong, I still love the money. <laughs> I I love the money, but like the the most important thing from that whole experience was like getting to meet Jimmy Fallon in person, barely mm-hmm. meet him. Um, you know, meeting like some of the producers of the show, like seeing all the cameras and everything. Like it was hella inspiring, and especially now, like when I'm trying to like switch majors. And uh, possibly get an internship. Cross my fingers. I pray to God. Um, mm-hmm. 
uh, go to maybe I'll go to New York or something like that. But that's when like, like it was at that moment where like I I truly like felt like I felt like a calling, you know. But um, yeah, it was just an incredible experience. Like you never really like you never really know when like something amazing will just like come out yeah. of nowhere and hit you. And it was pretty funny too. And I did not explain this in the video, so you guys get some exclusive content. Oh, so nice! <laughs> you guys get some exclusive content. Now I'm saying some exclusive content, but um, yeah. Uh, I basically like how a lot of this stuff happened was um, you know, the director of my scholarship program, very very cool dude. He um, I went in to go speak with him just about like a book that he was talking about during the presentation. Because basically for the scholarship program, you have to, like, go to, like, uh, um, an auditorium and, like, listen to this guy speak, mm-hmm. like, give you, like, inspirational speeches. And after one of them, he was like, here, like, here are four books. Um, whoever wants them, come get them. I'm like, I'm going to get one of those books. So then I went there, and, like, I talked to him. I told him, like, yo, like, I'm, like, I'm like a YouTuber. Like, I told him, like, all this other stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, like, do all this stuff. And he's like, oh, wow, that's nice. I'll subscribe to your channel. And, like, me personally, I'm comfortable, like, even though, like, it kind of throws me off a little bit, I'm mm-hmm. comfortable with adults subscribing to my channel to a certain degree because it's, like, my channel is fairly friendly, like, family-friendly, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, my, other, channel, my channel is not. Yeah. <laughs> other, than that, other than that Etika video, like, everything was, like, everything on my channel is family-friendly, so, like, mm-hmm. you can, like, watch it um, with, like, your grandma or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so... I showed him all that stuff, and then um, one week, he hit me up, and he was like, he sent me a text, and he sent the text through, like, the number that he uses to contact, like, everyone, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, after he sent this message, I thought it was, like, an automated message, so he was like, hey, uh, we have a great opportunity on campus, send us your send us your resume. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I ain't sending no resume. <laughs> I am not sending no resume, because I thought it was an automated message, mm-hmm. so... Like, I was like, whatever. Went to sleep, and then he he messaged me up again. He was like, uh, hey, Fitzgerald, like, um, we have a great opportunity on campus. Please email me your resume. And I was like, oh, man, this is serious now. All right, so mm-hmm. sent to my resume, and a um, couple, oh, like... I got, I got a question. I got yeah. A question. What, kind of, what kind of resume were they looking for? Like, a job resume? Uh, no, I, I kind of just, resume? like, like, the one that I had on me, just from, like, uh, you know, like, doing an internship like here and there and like the mm-hmm. one that I just like made just in case I wanted the, the one that I made to apply to internships basically oh, okay. so I just sent him that one like my most recent one didn't really think too much about it because I didn't really know what was going to happen with it so I was like okay whatever sent him that mm-hmm. and then that's when like two weeks later I got a call from the Tonight Show and they did not explain none of that to me at all <laughs> so when they were like oh yeah no we saw the fact that you were a YouTuber and you were an improv. I was like, how did they even know that about me? Yeah. Like, I'm getting this call from New York, like, all of a sudden, can you just imagine, like, can y'all just imagine that? Like, out of the blue, like, somebody just calls you and says, you're going to be on the Tonight Show. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm tired. Like, I'm just trying to eat this. I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to finish this protein shake. Like, why, like, why is the Tonight Show calling me right now? But, you know, definitely uh, glad I... Glad I responded and sent that, mm-hmm. <laughs> sent in that resume and sent in like all the other stuff. And later on, when I was talking to him, he didn't even know himself like what it was for because the school had messaged him and they were like, "Hey, uh, can you get us information on all these students?" Right. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Oh, okay." So he messages me. I give him the resume and then along he sends in the resume and then he sends in like um, like two or three sentences, which is like, "Hey, um, this student 
was um, the student has a YouTube channel of a thousand plus subscribers because you know he subscribed to my channel and then he was like also oh, he's in improv so this is how he's like this is why he might be a good fit for this opportunity yeah. or whatever he didn't know what it was for but he just said that because he knew that about me so I really wanted to I wanted to stress this more in the video but I never really got the chance to because you know um, just like time mm -hmm. just getting the story done and like everything like that but like make connections with your faculty like get to know like everyone you can because you never know like what people will put you in like situations like mm -hmm. these you know a lot of people will look at my situation and be like oh man like he's lucky but like and for for a long time like i was thinking the same thing i was like dang i'm lucky like there's so many other kids that could like deserve this and mm -hmm. while the second part of that may be true like there might be other kids that deserve this it's just like to a certain degree like it's almost because of my will to like go visit like him like as a faculty member and like go like uh you know talk to him get to know him him get to know me that he was able to just like he was comfortable enough to just talk about me and send in that information yeah which is why i was able to have the whole thing in the first place so mm -hmm. make connections y'all it's very important yeah connections are very very connect connections connections are very important uh i started making connects when i started uh interning here mm. um Sorry, like, I've been talking a lot. Oh no, no, dude, that's what that's what that's what the podcast is for. I'm I'm right, literally right. here to hear my guests talk because I I like listening to I like listening to people like tell stories. I yeah. I don't know why. I'm like it's weird. Anywho, yeah. uh, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, bro. Uh, yeah, connect connections are super important. Like I I made so many connections here at at Austin Film Society. Like it's crazy. Like I, I'm invited to a uh, an Oscar party that uh, AFS is throwing tomorrow. Really? Yeah, at the the cinema. First of all, Austin Film Society is like like three chains or like they got three departments they got the austin studios which we call the main office mm -hmm. with the with the stages and stuff yeah uh, austin public this is this spot right here this is uh public access television get you rent equipment yeah. after you take the classes and and pay your dues to be a producer you can check out equipment rent out rooms like a library book mm -hmm. and then we got uh afs cinema where we show like classic indie films and stuff like that you can also rent out spots to showcase your own stuff wow and um yeah, the connections I have, I have, I made here. I made one really good connection that I, I'm really happy that I made. Speak. It was through, it was through Speak. one of my, it was through one of the other interns here. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 um, edited some of the the promo videos for Cap Metro, our our city, our city bus mm. and stuff like that. And so he put me through with, uh, the director he was working with, which is uh, she's a teacher. Uh, here for the summer for the summer classes here mm -hmm. and the film uh, film club stuff during like school yeah and um she hit me up and asked okay. me if I wanted to do some voiceover stuff because I took I took her I took her pre-production class mm. out, out here and I told her like all the stuff that I was trying to do and she's yeah. like oh yeah give me your number and I'll hit you up whenever I need you and I'm like bet bet I'm, I'm not gonna lie I didn't think I was gonna actually like she was gonna hit me up and then she hit me up and she's like hey you want to do a voiceover yeah. for Cap Metro for uh I was basically speaking for uh a, a mute person like yeah. I was I was just being the voiceover while they uh, uh signed throughout the entire yeah. video and I was I was super happy for, I was super happy about that like that made that made me feel good and that was like the first like I I'm gonna say the first major project that I got to work on yeah. where I actually got paid and stuff like that because I usually do all like things for free just because mm. you know i'm just trying to make connections and get experience and stuff like that so yes connections are very important you never know who you uh work with that can get you to go into higher spots my, my mind went blank for a second <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
But uh, no, yeah. no, your 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 thoughts, uh, your thoughts reach the viewers. Hopefully, they know that connections are important. That's our fiftieth mm-hmm. time saying it. We're probably <laughs> gonna say it fifty times more just so you can understand how important that making connections is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, speaking of like, uh, making connections, man, like something that I've been like so happy and like proud of is just uh connecting with like other creators especially like the mm-hmm. group chat that we formed like, oh yeah oh yeah tell them about the group chat a little bit tell them about oh, the group, just in case bro. just in case they want to you know like hit you up and be like hey can I be in the group chat too because hey, hey. we be live nah nah we we be live in that group chat um I would say that um it's it's only it's exclusive to those who are like on their grind in the creative field, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know where I'd be finding these people. Like you could say, like I'm like the Nick Fury of like content creators. Bro, like, honestly, like you little... really <laughs> are. But now that I think about it, because I didn't know anybody in that group until like you put me together, and I found out that a couple of them like live out here with us, like yeah. in Texas. Not man, not Austin. Man, it's that group Texas. chat is crazy. Um, I because. It basically started with me and um, me, Tropical Campus, and um, and my friend Jordan. Yeah, um, I met Jordan at DreamCon. Um, Tropical Campus uh, hit me up on Instagram, and I'm like, I like talked to the two a little bit, and um, I met Tyler Relief too, like off of like his own stuff, like later on, like while I was going through Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I met some other people, like, other times, like, when I was going through YouTube and, like, commenting. I'm like, dang, like, I it's it's about time in, like, my YouTube career, you know, where, like, I start, like, combining these things together. And, you know, um, one of, like, one of, like, the things that I just um, take so much pride in is just, like, uh, you know, a healthy amount of pride, right? Mm-hmm. It's just uh, my ability to lead, you know? Like, I, I like I like leading. I like the idea of, like, building like a building mm-hmm. a team and so um i was just like why like why don't why can't i do the same thing it's like uh i don't know if you if you've seen like people like uh michelle mars and like all these other people like mm-hmm. hanging out they go to la and like mm-hmm. um i don't know if you saw the video where it was like all of them and they're like whoa like mm-hmm. everybody was like like hanging out and stuff it's like why can't i like why can't i build one of those moments for myself mm-hmm. like right now so I was like, all right, I saw this kid, like, um, I saw this kid on this YouTube video that had, like, 103 views, but, like, I still really like his content, so I'm gonna add him to the chat, and, Mm -hmm. like, um, I found this other person through Instagram, liked him, added him to the chat, and, you know, I always, like, always talk to these people first, I don't Mm -hmm. just, like, throw them in, and just be like, hey, welcome to the chat, like, no, I'll I'll get to know you first, like, Mm -hmm. see your content, get a little bit of a, like, a, a... I'll see you into like your personality a little bit, and then I'll be like, okay, this person's cool. Like, I think that they'd be like a good fit for like the yeah. chat. And I'm not gonna lie, I definitely have a wish list right now. Like, I'm trying to like build up to like a higher level to where I can make like connections with some of these other like some of these other content creators that I think would be like a you know be a good fit for like the chat. So mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just all a matter of time. Like, it's just all like patience and everything like that. But you know, I'm very grateful for the team that I have now. Like, yeah. You guys are you guys are great. Um, you know, I just really want to see a lot of oh. them like, I really want to see a lot of them succeed because I know it's hard out here for content creators. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, bro. That grind, bro. Yeah. That grind is hard. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but hey, if it wasn't hard, then there'd be like no value to it. You mm-hmm. know, like content's gotta like be somewhat challenging, or else everybody would be doing it and like making millions of dollars off of it. 
It's yeah. for the best of the best. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. creative of the creatives. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, uh, I got another question for you. Yeah. Uh, what's do you, you what's your process for like creating content? Like, do you have like a, a specific like setup that you have to be in when you like creating content, or or like an environment that you have to set for yourself? Mm. Mm. Like 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 what's that what's that like for you? Man, let me tell you something real quick. The process is there's no process. I wish there was a process. <laughs> I wish there was a process, but I don't have one. Not yet. Like I'm still uh I'm still trying to work into one. Um like I said the other day, uh Yo Yo came over and he was showing me his process and like how he like thinks about it. Like he's got like notes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like um my YouTube channels never really had like a a process to like making a, a video like of course all videos like start out with the idea you mm-hmm. know you think of something really funny and you're like okay how can i elaborate on that idea for like 10 minutes five minutes or whatever because sometimes you have an idea but then it just goes like that it's like a four minute video it's like no i want to make this video longer so i spend a lot of time thinking about how like i can take that central idea and extend it to like 10 minutes yeah. or extend it to like five minutes so it's just not like not mm-hmm. like that. Especially now on YouTube, your video's got to be like 10 minutes long, you know, yeah. if you want to get like any type of reach. Mm-hmm. So, um... Wow, I, hold on. I didn't even, I didn't even know that. You didn't it, know that? It has to be, it has to be 10 minutes for you to like monetize it? No, uh, no, it does not. You have, the only like, um, in order to monetize your videos, you have to have over a thousand subscribers mm-hmm. and you have to have over 4,000 hours of watch time in mm-hmm. a year. So like collectively, like over the time span of like a year of like your YouTube channel, like people have to be watching your videos up to like 4,000 hours. Mm. And that sounds like a lot, but it definitely like adds up, you know? Okay. Like, let's say that you make like one hour long video. Mm-hmm. It's just like 4,000 views on that one hour long video. And that's all you have to do for the year. Um, but if you make like multiple videos throughout the year, you got a million subscribers. That'll just like, like the 4,000 hours will just happen like that. And mm-hmm. even then, like, you're not going to be making a lot of money like if it was with like the if you were under that in the first place so that's why youtube like capped it there yeah it's like even at that point you're not even going to be making a lot of money but back to the whole 10 minutes thing it's like that's the way the algorithm works they want to see how long you watch a video mm-hmm. not like if you just view it you know because if you're in and you're out youtube's not going to count that that's that's used to that is how youtube used to be and how like videos used to like get big is like some you click on it because it has an interesting thumbnail yeah and then like you just like um like you click in interesting thumbnail and then you click out and then it counts as one view and then those views you know will rack up and that's how that person would blow up but now the youtube like algorithm is like you make a you make a video with a cool thumbnail but like can the can those people stay there yeah can those people stay there for that amount of time and if they can stay there for 10 minutes um or longer uh, that'll like really drive the engagement in YouTube. And also, you can't put ads in the middle of a video if it's not over ten minutes long, which is why really? a lot, yeah, which okay, is why okay. a lot of the times um, YouTubers will go out of their way to extend their videos past the ten minute mark mm-hmm. so they can put an ad break in the middle of it. So you, you know, I I don't be liking it, but like sometimes mm-hmm. you know YouTubers gotta eat. Mm-hmm. My, my people, yeah, my people gotta <laughs> eat out here. You know what I mean? So like, you watch their video, you see that ad, and um, after you like. After you like skip the ad or whatever, um, you know they get like a like percentage of like the revenue that comes in from the ad and mm-hmm. stuff like that, which is why a lot of the times like YouTubers will want to make their videos like past ten minutes 
Yeah. And it's, it's hard. It's hard. Okay. Not gonna lie, but um, yeah, the process, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if there was one, because <laughs> I went on a whole tangent. Um, the process, right? It's like start with an idea. Then um, more recently, I haven't like been scripting too much, mm-hmm. but like I definitely spend a lot of time in the scripting stage. I yeah. think too much. Um, I think like between like the the editing phase and the scripting phase, I definitely spend a lot more time in the editor. But like the scripting phase is just like it takes its time because like you really gotta stare at like that blank piece of like um, you gotta stare at like that blank Google Doc for like a minute and just stare mm-hmm. at it and be like, how can I flesh out this idea? Mm-hmm. Ah, this is painful. And then eventually something like yeah. something like comes out. And after I'm done scripting, take it in front of the camera. Uh, after I'm done taking it in front of the camera, then, um, you know, into the editor. And then sometimes in the editor, back to camera. Sometimes in the editor, back to scripting, back to, yeah. <laughs> back to like, everything else. Especially, like, with the two Jimmy Fallon videos I made, it was the most, like, mm-hmm. excruciating, like, video I've ever made. Period. Hey, but that storytelling that you did in that video was, that, that was on point. Thank like, you. Like, like you really, you really like told the entire story, yeah. And what I feel like was a good yeah. amount of time, even yeah. even though it was like split into two videos. Yeah. I was I was entertained the entire time. The editing was on point. Thank you. E- everything everything was on point. I felt like I experienced that that thing with you. Yeah. I I experienced what you experienced. I'm I'm glad. Like as long as like that's fine, then like as long as that like people feel that way, that's cool. And that's what I think a lot of YouTubers should like strive for in their content. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, especially like me, like. <laughs> but like I would not watch one video without cringing, man. Especially like the first part of that Jimmy Fallon video, bro. Like when I watched it, I saw so many like tiny mistakes. And then you know my mom watches bro, that's, all my that's, videos. That's you growing, bro. Yeah, you you notice like, stuff that you didn't notice when you were younger. Yeah, no, like my mom, uh, she she watches all of my videos. Like she's probably watching this one like right now as I speak. <laughs> um, but you know, like she'll she like watch it. And then, um, you know, she'll be like, oh, you know, that wasn't too bad, you know? Or, oh, you know, that wasn't like, uh, you know, I, I didn't even notice the mistakes that you're even talking about. Mm-hmm. Nobody will notice the mistakes that you're talking about unless, like, you show them that exact moment in time. Mm-hmm. And then, so it's like, you really got to get used to the feeling of, like, putting out stuff that's, like, not to say, like, trash, but, like, mm-hmm. being fine if it's not, like, absolutely perfect. Yeah. Because if you get yourself caught up in that, like, a lot of like um like a lot of like your you'll stop yourself from like producing like a lot of stuff mm-hmm. you know and that's a lot of the advice that I give to a lot of people that are coming up like uh, one of the guys in the chat um shout out to Joey uh he um he was you know like sometimes they have like a little bit of trouble like looking at their videos and they're like oh like how do I feel about this but then you're like no like you got to like watch um you got to like if it's one thing to like make a video right and like post it and like be cool about it, but mm-hmm. it like takes like a whole nother like like it takes like some whole other like otherworldly strength to like put out something that you know isn't the best mm-hmm. and like be completely fine with it. At least yeah. for me. Because you always wanna be putting yourself up to like the t- t- top level. Yeah. You always be comparing yourself to like all these other YouTubers. But like mm-hmm. if you can put something out there like that and like be completely fine with it and just like walk away like mm-hmm. dang you'll be like in tip-top shape for real like, yeah good stuff good stuff yeah like you you were saying you were saying about how uh like if you're like too overcritical like yeah. of your stuff it'll stop you from producing a lot of stuff yeah I, I i i feel that because like 
some videos I some videos I create, I, I it'll be like a real good idea in my head. But yeah. the way I like try to execute it, and or the way I execute it, and I like, I because before I like post yeah. a video or like fit like render like a full video and stuff like that, I watch the video at least ten times before I do it because. Like I'm always mm. like while I'm like editing and stuff like that, I, f- I feel yeah. like I'm done. I'm sitting there just staring at it for like ten minutes, and then I'll I'll rewatch it and stuff like that, and I'll keep I'll keep looking for things like if if I'm actually if I feel like I'm actually good with the yeah. with the finished product or not and stuff like that, and like I'm always editing more and more like just slight tiny details like yeah. like I feel like if I'm like doing a pause for a joke i'm like damn was that too long of a pause let me let me let me Dude. let me shorten it real quick and i'm like no nah, that's too short now let me bring it back up and i'm just trying to like find like the right the spot right timing yeah. no like you really be feeling like a surgeon when you're in bro there. was that you who said that, that in the, in the group chat bro i saw that stuff i was like i was like bro that is the most realest shit i've ever <laughs> saw yeah <laughs> No, as a YouTuber, like if you've been in the editor before and like meticulously like moving like one sound bite to this other sound bite part, especially if you're working with like sound effects, you're like, mm-hmm. should I edit this sound? Per- <laughs> should I edit this like 0.5 seconds before or 0.5 seconds after I say this? But then in actuality, people are watching this on the toilet. They mm-hmm. can care less about that little tiny like pause that you put there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, which is why you know no shots at all, but like. Which is why a lot of the times people become critics and like they become like commentary channels and stuff like that because it's so much easier to like critique things. Yeah. And there is value in critiquing things, of course, but like to make the content and like put it out there, I'd argue that there's more value in that. You know what? I will say that there's more value than that. Y'all can try to argue with me. That's <laughs> it. There's more there's more value in making something than critiquing something. Yeah. Um, even though there's value in both, obviously. Like, mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time, like, critiquing, like, my stuff, and, like, sometimes I'll creative, give, like, helpful criticism to, like, other people and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. when, like, your whole entire identity is based off of, like, critiquing others and stuff like that, like, I I think it's cool, but at the same time, it's, like, I don't really have as much respect for it as somebody who's constantly, like, putting out stuff, even if I don't necessarily enjoy it, yeah. you know, as long as they're not hurting anybody, of course. Mm-hmm. Man, Damn. Drink, man, I've just been like, I've just been talking. Like when I talk, like <laughs> my throat gets all sore, and I'm just like, yes. Yeah, look, you can see my water going already, bro. I've been <laughs> drinking <laughs> over here. <laughs> nah, 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 bro. It's um, nah, for sure. Gotta stay hydrated, bro. Gotta yeah. stay hydrated. But uh, yeah, we about to hit the the one hour mark over here. Oh, for real? Yeah, we've been talking for Dang, like 55 that, minutes. That's easy. <laughs> making, making a video for an hour? Man, that's easy. You want Fissy Allen to talk for an hour? Man, I got you two hours. Bro, let's go. Let's two, go two more hours. Bro. Two more hours? Yeah, bro, I mean, hold hours. on. I thought we was going to try to do some stuff for you. I was going to show you the ropes on this thing. Oh, yeah. No, like, let's do that. Let's do that instead. He, <laughs> I got he, excited. Oh, snap. I, I, turned the, I turned the whole thing off. He, he want to learn how to how to work the podcast for him. So. Nah, we gonna, we going to learn for sure. This is gonna, this is gonna be this is gonna be the last question right here. Well, not really a question. It's like, do you have any advice for people who uh want to like Make jump it, yeah like jump, jump to content creation? Oh man, um, I definitely think it matters on like a case by case basis. But to give you guys the blank slate, like just like the hardest part, just don't lie, bro. The hardest part. Is the start. Know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> you want to, like, make sure that, like, when you're 
Like, when you're putting yourself out there, just do it as much as you can. Don't hold anything back at the start. Like, put everything you got into, like, your first couple of videos. Because if you don't, you're robbing your future self of an opportunity to critique mm -hmm. and grow and develop. So mm -hmm. put everything you got into your first videos. Like, anything that you can. Anything that you can. Don't be like, oh, man, like, I don't think I can, like, I don't think I can say this. Or, like, I don't think I can, like, do this, like, just yet. Like, no, like... Put everything you got into, like, your first video, and then you'll see how much you grew. Like, for me, personally, like, I enlisted my first, like, official vlog video, like, where I'm talking in front of the camera. You enlisted it. I enlisted it, bro. <laughs> oh I'm God. not coming back to that video until, like, I hit, like, at least, like, 500 or, like, 50K. And then I'm going to make a reaction video to it, and then I'll, and then I'll like, put it, put it up again. Because that's what I want, like, everybody to see. But, like, no, I have people telling me, like, oh, like, kids, like, kids re like republicize public the video or whatever mm -hmm. like make it public again i'm like man i don't know about all that bro like i say some i say some stuff and it's just it's like a, just genuinely speaking i think i thought it was a very cringy video but you know in hindsight now like looking at like where i am now versus like that kid who didn't really have that many friends coming in texas like you could see the look in my eyes like that i was just like i was so nervous to be in front of the camera like i didn't mm -hmm. know like how to like get in front of the camera and like be myself and if you show that kid the clips of him being on national television it'd be like a completely like completely different situation you'll yeah. never know where you'll be in like Damn. five years of doing this bro like for real so like i said put everything you can into your first video like mm -hmm. everything like your work ethic like anything that you can do put in that first one you'll be surprised even more surprised at how much you can go after so that's the advice i, I got for sure for sure and also, don't be afraid to start off on like crappy cameras and stuff like that. Like your phone, oh, yeah, that's the best camera that you can that you probably like own on you and stuff like that. And you can yeah. make great videos with that. I made I made multiple like short skits with my iPhone and stuff like that. Yes, sir. Yes, also, sir. don't worry. Don't I will I don't want to say don't worry about your editing software, but you kind of do. Like depending on like where you, like how like where you want to be at. Like I started off editing on my PlayStation Three, and then I graduated to Windows Movie Maker, and then I graduated to um, what's that? Uh, Hit Film Express. With mm. all, all those were free. All those were free software. Hit Man, Film. If you want, Hit if, Film, bro. bro. Hit Film. Hit Film took me back. Bro. Takes me back, bro. Hit Film, bro, took me up my editing. Like brought my editing game up for real. Yeah. And it's it's a free software. It's basically like Adobe After Effects, and Adobe Premiere put together, and it's free. Yeah. No, I remember working off a of Hit Film. I where did I start? I started at like. I started off on Microsoft uh, Movie Editor, like off my mom's like laptop, and mm -hmm. it wasn't even my laptop; it was my mom's. I'm like, "Mom, can I borrow the laptop to edit a video?" <laughs> so I went on that. Uh, that's how I edited the ramen video, and then um, later I, I on, could tell, bro, just from the like the 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 jump cuts and and the <laughs> fonts you were using. I was like, "Damn, bro, this is window. This is this that's movie maker like editor. mom, bro." <laughs> no, um, but yes. Um, after that, I moved on to the I moved to Adobe Premiere. Uh, elements mm -hmm. uh, which is like adobe premiere but like the 99 dollars version mm -hmm. and it's like um you get like some of the elements from adobe premiere pro but like you know just just a little just a little something something so uh, a good majority of my videos are edited from that but i might say like the like if you like my most recent like six or seven videos i could be wrong but it starts at the How College Changed Me video. Mm -hmm. That was the first video I edited with Adobe Premiere. And then after that, all of my videos have been Adobe Premiere. So 
I like to like chunk my channel up into parts, and it's like this is where I started out with this camera. Mm -hmm. This is when I finally got the HD camera, and this is when I moved to when I have the whole editor behind me, and mm -hmm. then like you can kind of like segment it out through that. Yeah. But I will say this in terms of like equipment and stuff like that, I'd say that audio is at your start, right? Mm -hmm. Audio is more important than the actual camera quality. If you can get your voice sounding good, like on like the camera or whatever, like get your voice sounding good in the video. Like, you know, you can do that with your iPhone, you can do that with whatever. Like as long as like your voice is clear, it's not jumbled up, there's not like a bunch of static, like people can find a way to enjoy your video. Like there are so many YouTubers that I remember got their start using a potato camera, but because I just love their energy and their voice and just how it carried through like their audio, that's where I can to like appreciate their stuff. So mm -hmm. yes, audio over video at the start and then you want to move to video and then you want to crank up the editor as well but i'd say if you work through those steps like and take your time no rush you know what i'm saying take it easy take it easy then you'll be able to work up to a point to where you can be like huh well i'm an actual youtuber now let's get it for you know sure I mean? bro this has some solid advice bro yeah oh uh, you want to go ahead and uh plug yourself for the sign out bro if i didn't plug myself <laughs> i'd never come back again <laughs> be like dang I talked all that much and this man didn't even let me plug myself. That's crazy. <laughs> but, um, okay, so you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at underscore F-I-T-Z-A-L-A-N, so underscore Fitzy Allen. And then you can just follow me on YouTube at Fitzy Allen as well. Um, the only thing is I still need to change my YouTube URL, so it's still the first URL I made. Uh, so if you type in... Uh, YouTuber, YouTube slash like the ramen eaters, and it's like the ramen eaters, the ramen eaters, bro. It's trash. I still need to change it. Like I've been trying to change it, but YouTube's been like acting up. So they yeah, I've been I've been trying to I've been trying to change mine too. Mine's is YouTube slash gotta watch this one. <laughs> <laughs> gotta watch this one. <laughs> nah, nah, for real. Um, yeah. So just search me up like Fitzy Allen on YouTube. So that's F I T, capital Z A L A N on YouTube, and then I should be the first. Uh, I should be the first one to pop up. But yeah, uh, as long as you guys follow those, um, I'll love and appreciate you. You know what? I'll love and appreciate you guys regardless. So yeah, thank you so much for, sure, for having for me sure. here, Chance. I, okay. I appreciate this, man. Oh, first no problem. podcast. No problem, bro. I'm on a podcast. I'm on a podcast, <laughs> Nami. Yeah. We out here. We out here. But yeah, y'all can follow me. Uh, follow my Instagram it. is at I am Chance Carroll. That's at I-A-M-C-H-A-N-C-E-C-A-R-R-O-L-L. That's the same for my TikTok. My Twitter is at I'm Chance Carroll. That's without the I and the M. It's that, the conjunction version. Wait, wait, say that one more time. I am who? I am Chance Carroll. All right, cool. I was just making sure that they heard that. Yeah, yeah. Wait, one more time. One I, more time. I, one more time. I, 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 I am Chance Carroll. That's that's the Instagram and the, 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 the TikTok. Bet. And then the Twitter is I'm Chance Carroll. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I had to throw you all in the loop right there. Some grammar, know what I mean? Y'all already know the YouTube is Cheesy Chance. That's C-H-E-E-Z-Y with an exclamation point, all caps. And then, you know, normal just Chance. You know, C-H-A-N-C-E, okay. like the rapper, but I'm not him Chance the YouTuber. Chance the intern. Chance the editor. Chance the podcaster. Chance the podcaster. <laughs> yeah. So y'all already know what's going on. I'm going to have all the fits... I'm going to have all his links in the description, and I will have uh, the links to the, the Jimmy Fallon story, yes. both both parts in yeah. the description. Just wanted to thank y'all for tuning in to Behind the Cheese, and uh, Thanks for coming. this is us signing off. Thanks for coming, y'all. Much love. God bless. Have an amazing day. Yeah. See y'all when I see y'all. Peace. <laughs>